0: Welcome back to the Life of Cabri podcast with me, Serena Hussein. I hope you're ready for this one. This one is all about Clubhouse and social audio being such a PR nightmare, a public relations nightmare. Thank you for tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from on all platforms where pods are casted. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know right now in the comments. And let's get into this episode. Clubhouse and social audio is a PR nightmare. If you didn't know about Clubhouse and social audio, then you will after this episode. What is it? So it's essentially an app, a space, a chat room where it's audio Only where you enter rooms set up by moderators, and I'm going to use clubhouse terminology, it's perhaps not the same for other social audio apps like discord or even now twitter space twitter spaces I think it's called I haven't got that much experience with twitter space much more with clubhouse and so you enter rooms that are set up by moderators who have little green beans and so they're the ones who have the authority and the power and what happens is you can be in the audience or you can come up on stage if you're invited up if they're allowing participants into their discussion it might just be a panel uh, a panel discussion where it's all about just the audience and people might be recording it as well for their podcast. So it provides you with a lot of versatility, but it also... <laughs> provides you with a lot of drama, because anything can happen, it's very informal, anyone can set up a room, you can go on Clubhouse, become a user, you can go into any social audio apps, and start your own content, your own discussion, allow whoever you want in, and you determine what happens, you can control the room, you can mute people, and you can even send them down into I won't use the term that they call it back into the audience, but they, they they say it's about sending people into the goo. But anyway, how is it going right now on Clubhouse? Okay, so let's kind of measure this by the kind of trends that I have scene on Clubhouse, for instance. Oprah joined Clubhouse for a promo talk after her Adele interview. That was quite a big one that there was a lot of buzz about. Uh, Comedians and musicians tend to pull in big numbers like Tiffany Haddish. Even Joe Budden, podcaster, has a bit of a presence, a couple of million, I believe. Actually, I think Elon Musk also made an appearance on Clubhouse. So those are the kind of highlights that I think that someone working at Clubhouse might use for their public relations. But let's talk day to day, like what's going on day to day on Clubhouse aside from those big highlights and those big users. It's a PR nightmare <laughs> because aside from the very unclear reporting tools, you can report people but the process of that getting that report being seen or dealt with is very unclear. You can be subject to or subject others to all sorts of unedited and unfiltered thoughts and opinions and even abuse. Not only can what you say be clipped, there's a way for your, um, for the audio in a room, if you set up this function on your room, for the audio to be clipped by anyone listening. You can actually have that used against you in, in, the, in the social media court of law. <laughs> you can be dragged for it. But being seen on stage in a room with moderators or speakers who are controversial can actually render you guilty by association. That's the really troubling thing about it. If you are a content creator. And a kind of. Certain kind of content creator. Like if I as a holistic creative. I'm creating this podcast content. And vlogging on my own YouTube channel. And then I go ahead onto a stage. In Clubhouse. And I'm part of a trolley room. It does. It kind of doesn't marry up with. Who I'm presenting myself as. But. I would then say you've got to let people be how they want to be and social audio is all about being unedited and unproduced and just being in the moment. And sometimes we're in a trolly mood. I don't know about you, but I can be. I was in a room where there were a load of straight men um, and they were quite loose lipped about what they expect from women. And what they think of feminism. It was delightful. It was really delightful. It really wasn't. Clubhouse isn't the Oxford Union debating society. There are some rooms and spaces. That can operate in a formal and professional manner. Quite considerate actually. But mostly. It's the wild west. Shots are constantly fired. And people don't care. To the point that. Talking like a troll is so easily done. It's like a live comment section. Before you know it, you can make snarky, troll-esque comments departing from the kind of content creator, as I said, you are on other platforms. So it's a PR nightmare, a reputational nightmare. People will take everything you say seriously and judge you accordingly. How you respond and how you didn't respond, it's intense, it's tricky to navigate. But you see, in the climate of cancel culture, I would argue that these spaces are giving free thinkers, if we can call them, refuge to express themselves freely, but they're still getting cancelled, banned even, booted off the app, and so they find other spaces. These social audio apps and companies are now working with advertisers, which means more of what is said is controlled and could be censored. So what about free speech and the opportunity for free speech now becoming a regulated space? Part of me is relieved, but the other part of me that wants us to be able to express ourselves without censure isn't. Social audio was meant to make things more democratic, but I guess it's making things more dramatic. If you don't have the visual production skills to pull off Being a YouTuber on Instagrammer, then social audio was and is your time to shine. But has it become a place for people who would normally find themselves in obscure, anonymous forums to share hate and vitriol in a way that only their comments would release from them in random blogs and threads? She says it with a bit of shade. Social audio has opened up the landscape and tempts voices from quiet corners to be loud in anonymous arenas. You can be anonymous on these social audio apps, but some of these voices, so problematic in nature, infect others just by mere proximity to them, exposure to them. It's jarring. Social audio we know will become regulated, it will become more controlled and there's no way around it. But before that happens, there'll be plenty more months and perhaps years of a lot of noise to build the users of these new apps that they can build their market value, the social media apps and compete to dominate this highly competitive arena because it is. It's a very competitive arena for social media apps But it's also a very competitive arena for voices, for people to be heard the most. Who's going to be the most controversial? Who's going to be the most helpful? Who's going to be the most alluring? Because when it's just voice, everything else can just blur out. People will become so hyper-focused on what they are hearing that you can present yourself in any way. It's quite misleading as well. But what are the benefits? Because I guess this has been quite a, I guess pessimistic, negative, slightly meow, 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 episode. I would say the positives are that you can connect with so many people from across the globe. It's wonderful. It really is wonderful for that. And it's abundant for that, in fact. But then There's also a lot that you need to filter through. And being exposed to that much noise is personally not my thing. I don't really want to be exposed to all of that noise. So for me, I'm going to be treading very much in and out, dipping in and out. That's probably the most that I'll be doing with social audio for now. But if you tuning in to this podcast episode and if you've been following me for a while, then please do find me on Clubhouse. Let's connect. Perhaps we have our own rooms and we can set the terms. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Life at Cabri podcast. I'm Serena Hussein. Now back with weekly episodes, I'm talking about mental health as well on my other channel and how to manage it and how creativity is a release for me actually by planning my production. Around my other commitments, it actually provides me with great creative outlets. So I talk about how to be more creative in a series on my YouTube channel, my personal YouTube channel, Serena Hussein, and also about managing your mental health. Over here on Life Vocabulary, I will share longer form commentary with you. Keep an eye out for my poetry project, Lenga Polaroid. Links will be provided. So Much thanks to you for tuning in yet again to my regular content on the Life Vocabulary platform. I am Serena Hussein. You will hear from me again very soon.